Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Hello, and welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. This is episode number 91, and I really appreciate you listening and supporting the show. If you like what you're hearing, please leave us a rating and review on Google or Apple Podcasts. It really helps give the show more visibility. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. This week's network shout-out goes to Creative Block. Kyle Marshall's a busy guy. Between his work running Media Lab YYC and the different podcasts he hosts here on the APN, here he is to tell you about Creative Block. Hello, the podcast you're listening to is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. I'm Kyle, and I'm the host of Creative Block. It's a podcast where I talk with artists and creative entrepreneurs. So if you're curious to understand the minds of theater producers, local actors, podcasters, or even a guy who created a company making houses out of old shipping containers, then you should come and subscribe to Creative Block, a podcast that comes out twice a month. That's not a threat. It's just a promise. Available anywhere you download podcasts. Visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for links to Creative Block and all the other great APN shows. I've been telling you for a couple weeks now that the Alberta Barbecue Trail website, and that's uh, albertabbqtrail.ca, is back up and running with a listing of Alberta barbecue joints, and I've done my best to keep up with who is open and which services they're offering. To further highlight what the restaurants are going through right now, I've got an episode or two in the works talking with some of the barbecue joints about how they are managing and what they're able to offer their customers during this crazy time. Get out there and show your local barbecue joints and small businesses some love and support. They need it right now and will need it for the foreseeable future. I think it was back in 2015 when I first came across Calgary's Porky Fat Stacks Barbecue and Social Club. I was down in Houston for work and noticed them on Twitter talking about being there as well. On my last day in Houston, we just missed each other at Killen's Barbecue in Pearland, something we talk about on this week's podcast episode with two of the com- of the competition team's members. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And uh, with the uh, coronavirus, COVID-19, uh, everything's being done over video and uh, computer these days. So via trying out the zoom for the first podcast and via zoom i've got uh, karim kozak and jesse baynock from here in calgary porky fat stacks barbecue and social club gentlemen welcome to the show how you doing hey ryan thanks for having us doing really well thank you Excellent. doing good happy to be your first zoom podcast yeah i've been doing skype but figured out well, we'll give the zoom thing a try so yeah so let's uh i guess you know kind of introductions tell me about yourselves a little bit and uh I guess how you, you know, your background and how you ended up with the kind of the barbecue thing. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, you want me to go first here? Yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. Uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, I think it was so our barbecue team we've had since about, uh, I think, 2011 we started out. Oh, no, sorry. The barbecue team probably around 2013. I think we really kind of. I started getting into it around 2011. Uh, myself, myself, and Jesse, we went to high school together. Okay, we've been uh, been buddies since high school, and then uh, through the years, uh, always we always focused on on cooking and right. a lot of different uh, different styles of cooking. We would always have different, you know, uh, uh, challenge ourselves with uh, different ingredients, different meats, 
have parties for you know 20 friends and just uh just uh test out different recipes okay uh from there we both really got into barbecue jesse for work moved down to texas for a couple mm. years and uh really we really got into the americana uh just just the culture the the romance mm-hmm. that is barbecue right got into yep. that whole vibe and uh yep. when he moved back to calgary then uh with another buddy we bought a smoker uh and uh from there uh just started cooking for our friends mm-hmm. every uh every weekend i don't yep. just anything to add there no absolutely i think that was in large part for me uh what uh you know what drew me to the whole subculture of barbecue yep. was my time in texas and um Krem and some other friends uh you know, happen to come down and, and visit me often. And, uh, you know, we, we would of course go sample the incredible barbecue of Texas and, mm-hmm. um, you know, take a road, take a road, uh, or take a trip on the, uh, the really down the barbecue Holy grail, which is kind of out West in West Texas yeah. and out in Lockhart, Texas, and just learn about things. And it's, it's amazing. Uh, it really is. And I've always loved the history behind barbecue. How it's kind of an, a, American translation of, of a number of different sort of, um, you know, cooking histories, including Mexican barbacoa and the likes. Yep. And, uh, but, but at the end of the day, you know, barbecue as we know it and as we practice it is largely really an American um, invention. And, mm-hmm. and I like that because so much of uh, what we cook and, and what we eat is, is a translation from, you know, Europe or other cultures mixed together. But Really, I, I find uh, barbecue to be kind of American in nature, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's something that you can't say about uh, a lot of what we eat. Today. No, so, unfortunately, yeah, uh, you yeah. know that that truly drew me to it, and I think um, you know having those experiences uh, in Texas and, and hopefully bringing that home, and and not only that, um, you know our third member, obviously Ryan, who couldn't be here today. Uh, he is from Texas. He's from okay. Houston, and so oh, there you go. He, yeah, uh, yeah, he. He definitely grew up cooking uh, barbecue, um, including for the Knights of Columbus, and uh, you know, in uh, in uh, West Houston, mm-hmm. Katy, Texas, and yeah. Um, so yeah, he definitely brought uh, uh, a little bit of that um, experience to our team, and uh, and gives us that whole uh, another level. Yeah, so, you know, like bringing in a ringer. <laughs> you know what? He also gave us the push we needed. Yeah, we bought our uh, we bought our first smoker. Uh, uh, Weber Smoky Mountain, mm-hmm. Weber Bullet in around 2011. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like I mentioned before with another friend, and we were just smoking every weekend, every mm-hmm. week, driving our friends nuts, just <laughs> testing it out, getting yeah. it going all the time. But then, you know, it it, it, it happens to everyone. You're, having, you're cooking this great barbecue and all your friends are always like, oh, this is amazing, this is the best, this mm-hmm. is really good. But we wanted to see where, where did we stack up? Yeah. Where did we rank up? And how did it go? And we kind of wanted to take it to that next level. So, right. you know, we heard of uh, the local barbecue competition, Barbecue on the Bowl, and yep. we wanted to, you know, give it a chance. But we just, you know, we just didn't commit. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Ryan came in from Houston, and we just casually mentioned it to him. Next day, he calls us both, and he's like, yeah, I just uh, signed us up for Barbecue <laughs> on the Bowl. <laughs> so he gave us that push that yep. we needed. Yeah, you're in, right? Yeah. So, that's, yeah. so Barbecue on the Bowl, what year would have that been your first? 2014, yeah, right. 2013? 2013, I think it was. Okay. 2013, yep. yeah. I'm trying to think what year it was I first kind of 
touch base with you guys at all. And some of you were down in Houston for the uh, for the livestock rodeo and livestock cook-off. Yeah, that's definitely something that uh, I can't remember if we touched base there, but yeah. I, that's definitely something that I've enjoyed going to for many years. Yeah, that would have uh, been... Uh, another, you bring it up, it's another yeah. um, fantastic inspiration for, for barbecue. I mean, like that was something like I've never experienced in my yeah. life before, right? And Kirkman and I have, have had the chance to, to go there together, which yeah. has been fantastic. Yeah, I'm thinking that and, was 2012, know, but... Uh... The, the culture of barbecue, it's just, it's, you know, it's that, mm-hmm. it, it, it's that vibe, uh, you know, the front door is always open. It's, it's come on in. It is. Like, yeah. here's your, here's your food. And then you go to the Houston Livestock Rodeo and it's that times a thousand. Yeah. It's the craziest vibe. And I think anytime we've had a chance to head out there on a boys trip, mm-hmm. we've taken it just because it's, uh, and, and I think that's actually been one of our, Porky Fat Stack schools is is you know the big competition that we want to do the big yeah. American show yeah. that we want is the Houston Live. Get into that one, yeah. No, sorry, I guess it would have been 2014. I think I would have been down there, mm-hmm. and uh, my job takes me down there once a year or so. And but it, it's always the week leading up to the livestock the competition, and then I'm I'm leaving the day it's on. So it, uh, I've never actually got down to it. But. Actually, I do recall when we were there, we were Instagramming or yeah. messaging, I think, on Instagram. Yeah, we, uh, we missed each other at Killens for like a half hour or something. So. Yo, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what it was. I remember Jesse and I were in line at yeah. Killens where they yeah. give you free, free the beer. The free beer, yeah. Okay, all the way in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, on. So, Jesse, where were you when you were down in Texas? Were you in the Houston area? Yeah, I live yeah. in Houston. I was close to downtown Houston and working in the Galleria area. Okay, yeah. And uh, yeah, no, we're still working for uh, TC Energy at the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, like I said, uh, just trying to enjoy some of these things. And I will, I will say, an interesting barbecue uh, uh, story. Um, a gentleman that came to work uh, at TC um, during the time that I was in Houston um, had a bit of a side gig, and his side gig was that his family actually owned. Uh, Luling City Market mm-hmm. Barbecue, which is actually not the barbecue restaurant in right. Luling, Texas, but the Luling City Market Barbecue restaurant in Houston. Right. And so yep. um, his family, as well as his side gig, was uh, was taking care of that restaurant. So um, it was only about a five minute uh, drive from the office for lunch. So that was uh, uh, you know a lunch spot that we mm-hmm. frequented quite often. Yep. Is, and it's fantastic, by the way. The, the sausage links at Luling City for those who haven't. Uh, haven't been are, are fantastic not to be missed for sure. yeah uh maybe ty since you guys have spent some time down there uh talk about some of the places you've gotten to visit while you've been uh down in texas area well karam you mentioned killings so why don't you yep. why don't you start with that one <laughs> one of my you know what? i'll start because i haven't touched as many uh many places as uh as jesse has but mm-hmm. uh I think most of my time has been spent around the Houston mm-hmm. area. So, uh, of course, Lewin City Market, uh, uh, Killens, yep. and then out through uh, Luling, and then Lockhart, of yep. course. A lot of my time has been up there. So, you with, you know, Blacks, uh, uh, Smitty's, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Cruz, yep. uh, and then out in the Austin area, yeah. so uh, La, was it La Barbecue? Right, yeah. yeah. La Barbecue as well, and uh, uh, that those, those are the quarries I focused on. Jesse, you uh, jumped around a little bit more. 
Yeah, no, I mean, same for me. I mean, I think um, the, one of the experiences that you and I had, I think, back in 2014 at Killens was still one of my top barbecue experiences I've ever I ever had. I think we invested $100 that day in barbecue. <laughs> I think it was 100 to see. American. We wanted yeah. to see exactly what, uh, you know, and I should see if I can actually find the picture while we're on Zoom here and maybe uh, link you guys to it. But uh that was um, still one of one of my top experiences, yeah. and I and I respect uh, that whole uh, family so much. They've obviously opened up uh, Killen Steakhouse yeah, a, uh, in at least one location, maybe two now. Yeah, he's um, doing a bunch. He's got they, the burgers, you know, they, and yeah, yeah, you're yeah. yeah you're familiar with it. Yep. Um, so lots of respect there. Um, but barbecue scene's exploding, and I was reading um, another friend of mine who's still obviously living in Texas just sent me. Um, a snapshot from Texas Monthly magazine, and, and they're uh, featuring right now sort of the new age of, of Texas barbecue, okay. and um, essentially the you know the theory behind the um, the new age is uh, that there's like little twists being put on things, and so you're still kind of cooking um, you know uh, sort of traditionally true Texas barbecue from the certain regions, but then you're doing something different with it. So I can't remember, but it's a Korean chef. I can't remember the name of his barbecue restaurant. Okay. Um, he typically tends to pop up, uh, often. And, and so what he's doing again, he's cooking this mm-hmm. incredible Texas brisket, very peppery, very traditional, but then they're throwing it in uh, a ramen dish or, um, in a bulgogi or something like that to put the Korean twist on it. And you're starting to see all these sort of different, um, sort of, styles or things happening maybe merging of these cultures and and that seems to be the new um sort of texas barbecue movement um another one that i'll throw out there that i really really enjoyed is rubbles barbecue which is um just kind of westheimer and boss mm-hmm. yep. uh delicious delicious um brisket um uh, pit room just off richmond in houston and yeah. uh, also incredible um highly highly recommended um, but then you know you just can't beat the yeah. the originals which Krem Krem mentioned and yeah. you know we love so much obviously Blacks I think uh, we were last time we were out in, in uh, Lockhart Krem we hit we hit up Blacks and uh, that's still one of my favorite beef ribs I think I've ever eaten in my life yeah. um, and then you know travel down to Austin and it's just nonstop uh, the list goes on and on and on and uh, um, yeah sure you can wait in line for Franklin's but just down the street I mean you can get something as good or better and, yeah um, so it, it's it. You know, you're just spoiled, rotten. Um, but I would like to say, like, we're finally starting to to uh, build like some some barbecue chops here in yeah, Calgary, yeah, and uh, it's kind of it's kind of hit us by storm a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and obviously, we're not anywhere in comparison to yeah. to what we're used to in Texas. But uh, you know, the fact that um, you know some of these restaurants are really turning out some great product is really really encouraging, and uh, and and I hope to see to see more. To see yeah, more of that. No, it's uh, it's great to see. Absolutely. Yeah, I still remember my first uh, Louis Mueller experience, so that's... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, and that's one that, that I have not been to yet, oh, and yeah. I uh, is high, high on my list right up there with snow in, yeah. uh, in Lexington, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I've done, I've done both. I've been to Louis Mueller three times and done, uh, done snows, did the line at Franklin, so it's... Uh, yeah, you got to do it right if you want. list items right there, yeah. for sure. The, the long chair camp. That's, that's awesome. right, yeah. Yeah. Even I didn't know they had chairs there. I went and bought my own the day before and uh, show up, and they've got them all there. So. <laughs> Better safe than sorry. That's right. Yeah, I was ready regardless. So the barb that just so I just just saw it here on uh, on the text message from my Texas friend is is koi koi yeah k h o i barbecue yeah. and they seem to be like just somebody 
who has their who had like an Instagram following, mm-hmm. and they they pop up, and, yeah. and that's how they uh, that's how they generated their following. And yeah. So they don't really actually have a, a permanent restaurant yet. So that 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 again speaks to you know the new age of yeah. uh, barbecue, the new age of restaurants, that's, and popularity. Yeah. So. Seems to be how a lot of them get started down there, right? It's the doing yeah, the, the pop ups at breweries or things like that, and then into a food truck, and then eventually into a brick and mortar. So. Exactly. Another one that's uh, down there, uh, Blood Brothers. That's right. That, that are is, kind yeah. of merging the Asian, uh, the Asian flavors as well, and they're in their own restaurant now. So, I'm. Uh, I, it's 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 unfortunate that I forgot to mention that one because yeah. it's another one that's, that was featured in the magazine. So yeah, yeah you you got it. Yeah. Have, you, have you had a chance to try that? I haven't. No, I haven't been down there in a couple of years. So. Okay. Uh, we, uh, we hired more people down there, so I don't have to go anymore, which kind of sucks. But, uh, <laughs> uh, so talk about the uh, the competition. Uh, you got started with Barbecue on the Bow in 14, you said, I think? Mm-hmm. We got started Barbecue on the Bow in 2014. Yep. And, uh, you know, we knew we wanted to go. We, wanted, uh, we knew we wanted to uh, start competing. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, you know, one of the things to focus on is how hard it is to think of a barbecue team. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone <laughs> gets these different limericks and, yep. and, uh, and and rhymes. And man, we tried, we tried every permutation combination, <laughs> and and we, we we you know just we, we couldn't figure it out. We we just couldn't do it. You mm-hmm. know, over many drinks and many hours. Yep. And then I think it was on. Uh, on Jesse's birthday, uh, there was a handful of us sitting around at the table, a lot of Guinness going around, and I think we were just uh, we decided to do a little word association. Mm-hmm. Right? Everyone would just write down a write down a name, fold the napkin, someone would write down another uh, <laughs> word, and somehow through that we got the name Porky Fat Stats. Yep. And had the idea of a Monopoly Man type character, just making it rain, mm-hmm. making yep. it rain, bake, bake it, bringing yep. love nice. to the world, yep. right? <laughs> and uh, a couple of our friends at the table were artists, uh, uh, and uh, and uh, one of our friends, Mark Eady, created the logo, which has now become Porky mm-hmm. Fat Stacks, and he creates new ones for us. Yep. And, uh, that's uh, he has a great Instagram account at Mark Eady Art, but uh, yeah, so he brought Porky Fat Stacks to life. With Pod Power, ATB is making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, we're giving a pod power shout out to Let's Get Lit, a poetry podcast presented by the Writers Guild of Alberta. In each episode, hosts Rayanne Haynes and Matthew Stepanek interview poets based in Alberta and Western Canada about the power of poetry to support and promote arts and literacy. They also enjoy a glass of wine chosen to match the poet's personality and style while learning more about each poet and asking why poetry matters. You can listen to Let's Get Lit on Audio Boom or wherever you get your podcasts. Find out more at writersguild.ca. From there, we, uh, we just got going. So we started in 2014, and we did our first competition. We did Barbecue on the Bow, yeah. and, man, it was it. Was it something? It, yeah. You know what? You go, you over-prepare, you over-cook. We spent, I just remember spending so much time on the chef special category mm-hmm. that uh, when it came to the rest of the actual competition categories, like they just went by super quick. They yep. were easy. Right? Yeah, yeah. One, uh, one thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So that one, we kind of finished in the middle of the pack, but you know what? It was definite uh, trial by fire. Mm-hmm. Met a lot of, uh, met a lot of, uh, you know, 
the legends of Canadian barbecue there, like Rob Reinhardt, Barbecue Brian. And yep. Those guys kind of helped get us on the right foot. And then yeah. uh, then the next year, we did two competitions. And then that was uh, the first ever Porkapalooza. Right. And then uh, and then Barbecue on Bow again. And yep. with that one, I think that Porkapalooza was our... Uh, was probably one of our biggest moments mm-hmm. i think because it's our second competition you're still going through you know it's a it's a marathon when you're going through uh in the early days of competing especially when you haven't figured out your rhythm right and like what stuff you actually need what you don't need uh, before mm-hmm. you hit that that uh just that pace so with that one i remember we were uh, at least for me we were sitting there we were sitting on the lawn in front of the stage, they were announcing the winners, and you know what? We don't hear our name for any of the categories, for yep. chicken. We don't hear it for ribs. We don't hear it for pork. Then it's coming down, and all that's left at this point is first place brisket. And I just yep. remember losing all hope, and I'm like, what? You know what? I'm so exhausted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why do we do this? Yeah, Why do we yeah. put ourselves through this? And then all of a sudden, they announced first place brisket, porky fats. Nice. And, uh, you know, I just... Uh, gets everything supercharged you just jump right up and uh and instantly you're like oh i want to compete tomorrow i want to be in another million competitions yep. right? so yeah you want to talk about a way to hook a team right oh, yeah. there right? yeah like yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've joked that i think they must have some way of picking out the beginner teams and giving them a little uh giving them a call right just to hook them in somehow no, I, I, I agree. I mean, uh, those those first couple competitions very memorable. I, I remember so much about it. Um, you know, it's funny because I remember maybe more about those competitions than I do with some of the ones in the middle. But uh, I think around the first, for barbecue on the boat, the first time we ever cooked chicken, mm-hmm. I, I, I seem to remember like putting a little bit of seasoning. I think we actually had the leg and the thigh connected in one. And all we did is we put a little seasoning on and threw it on the grill with a ton of smoke. <laughs> And then we took it off and we cut the leg from the thigh and we turned both in. I think that was actually our best, our best finishing meat the whole competition. Uh, and then we never did good in chicken ever again after that. But, um, but uh, no, just I mean a ton of a ton of good memories yeah. and so much. We come, you know, you just realize how far you've come from from those days, right? And you thought you're on top of the world and you could cook, you know, everything you touched turned to gold and it, and it was so delicious. But uh, you know, it you, you know so much happens, so much you learn, so much you develop, so much over the course of uh, many years of doing this, and uh, yeah, to look back at some of those times is is, is truly nostalgic. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember seeing you guys out at uh, Linwood Ranch one year too. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. Uh, oh, love love the Linwood competitions. Yeah. You know, Gus, uh, uh, the Dukes are just. You know, such such a beautiful couple and yeah. uh, were gracious hosts. Yeah. Those competitions were something else. Honestly, they were uh, competitors' competition. Right. right? You didn't have all the fanfare, all the crap. Well, you had a lot of crowds coming, yeah. but the 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 days while you're cooking, mm. it, it was just such a such a community thing. Such a, such a competitors' cook, right? Yeah. It was everyone uh, everyone bonding, to, uh, sharing sharing. Uh, you know, stories, war stories, secrets, things like that. Yeah. And uh, then the big crowds would come on to Sunday, and yeah. it was just something. It was something really special. Just a really, really beautiful. Yeah, fantastic venue and some interesting concepts with the appetizer uh, competition as well, where you had to make you know 
140 servings of appetizers and actually take them into the hall and serve them right. to to the guests and i thought that that was really interesting something just unique and kind of a little special so yeah. um no we we i think that was always our favorite call yeah. and uh sad to see it go obviously yeah. um you know i guess last year was the first year they didn't hold it but uh, yeah. But uh, no, we loved it there, and I agree, Krem. Like it was, you know, when the when the crowds weren't there, it was just the barbecue community, and um, mm-hmm. you, know, you you create such such good friends and companions, and and uh, it's it's fun to hang out. You know, you see each other once or twice or three times a year, and uh, mm-hmm. so you look forward to that. And uh, that was probably, and that was always the first one of the season. So yeah. you know, we certainly look forward to it. A lot of fun. Yeah. And they were also the first one, at least within our competition career, mm-hmm. the first. Uh, it was the first event that allowed sampling, right? Well, at least during the time that we were competing. Yep. So we really loved that aspect of it, and it was a really great uh, way to connect yourself mm-hmm. with all the other people, right? Because right. the reason we cook is we cook for others, yeah. right? So yep. it's nice to be able to share that and, mm-hmm. and share those samples. Nope. Nope. I'm back. You <laughs> lost you there for a second, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so that one was always fun. And yeah, you know, we, we always performed really strong at Linwood. We always had some yeah. really strong performances. Yeah, we those were good. Yeah, those were good competitions for That's us. Good. Mm-hmm. Have you guys done any uh, travel for competition or just stayed kind of other than Edmonton, I guess? But uh... Yeah, just around the province. Yeah. We've kind of focused, um, you know, would have loved to, to move around. I think, um, you know, just various logistics keeping us kind of close mm-hmm. to home. But uh, yeah. like Karam said earlier, I think, you know, our dream is to go cook in Houston. Yeah. Um, you know, we've seen some of uh, a couple of Alberta teams heading down there. At least, uh, yeah, um, uh, smell is heading down there, which yeah. uh, fantastic to see, to see. And they had a really good showing. They did uh, two years here. Yeah, yeah, the last couple of years in a row. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Rob, I, I don't know if Rob's cooked down there, but I know he's he's down there all the time yeah. lately. So that's fantastic. But uh, you know, we we'd love to go there. Um, between uh, you know my time down there as well as uh, Ryan, who obviously lived down there for some mm-hmm. time, you know we've developed um, you know a good a good crew of uh, of corporate sort of connections network that um, would be happy to uh, to sponsor sponsor a team in the tent, and so yeah. you know they just need us to 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 show up and bring our gear okay. and, and our people and cook for a weekend so we're really happy to do that yep. um you know we got to put it all together one of these years but uh, i think we'll make it happen and uh super excited to to you know for the prospect of you know that always potentially being there for us yeah. um mm-hmm. you know hopefully you know the uh you know the pandemic turns around demand comes back into our industry and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. and we can maybe make things happen next year but uh you know we're uh, that you know that is definitely top of the, the bucket list for us but you know yeah we want to we want to see um you know what's available this year though we're still um you know uh, i guess we still have uh, confidence that um you know that the barbecue on the bowl hopefully can can happen this mm-hmm. year and if, if it doesn't happen on on the given date then maybe it can happen sometime you know shortly thereafter but mm-hmm. uh if not you know we'll look forward to 2021 see what happens. Yeah. It, look, it looks like there's one that might be in the works in november yeah, Rob's uh, Rob's talking about doing something out in Regina. Mm-hmm, that's yeah. right. Yeah, uh, interesting well, to see. I guess we'll just have to. We'll just have that's to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. link it in with Greg. In upcoming years, we'd like to do more. You know, jump jump into more uh, uh, American competitions mm-hmm. as well, and yeah. travel a little bit more for it. Yeah, you got a few down Montana and stuff. You don't have to go yeah. too far, right? So. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Now you guys have kind of become. Uh, 
you know, I know I'd barbecue on the boat, one of the larger sites, I guess you could say. <laughs> well, all right, we like to have fun. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it's all about, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, we, we definitely like to have fun. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not going to lie, there has been the odd year where the amount of fun has uh, been directly, uh, has directly affected our results. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so, so we balance it, we balance it every once in a while, but, uh, no, we, we certainly have, and um, you know we, we we couldn't be more happy for uh, the amount of people that show up to you know to hang out and mm-hmm. to you know give us a hand and to you know come out and represent. And I, I think that you know it's kind of an exciting thing amongst um, you know our group of friends that yeah. you know they they are friends with some people that are crazy enough to to enjoy this hobby, to do this kind of thing, and to to go out and cook cook meat and stay up all night and and do this stuff and yep. um, you know as crazy as it is I think a lot of people uh, maybe might be mildly jealous about it too so yeah. uh, they like to live through us a little bit yeah. and uh, I won't mention any names but we know there are folks out there so yeah. um, but uh, no and, and so like I said we're so happy to have them and uh, couldn't uh, couldn't ask for uh, better better representative better better fans so. yeah the, the team kind of grows come competition weekend I think eh? yeah, of course it does well, absolutely yeah Absolutely, and you know, you you hit the other competitions, and with those ones, when you're out of town, it's it's usually just us. And we have a couple of friends in, in in different cities that always join us. And that, but with with Calgary, it's the hometown crowd, mm-hmm. and it's our friends, our family, and it's really that opportunity to uh, to to thank them for supporting mm-hmm. us and and to put on uh, to give them some good food and put on a little bit of a party. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've seen uh, Noel right has been out there with you guys. Yeah, you betcha. Yep. Yeah, Noel from Ryan's Meats. He's, yep. uh, you know what? He's uh, supported us for a long time yep. and uh, provided uh, provided the pork porky fat stats for a long time. Yep. And, uh, well, I think you could, uh, I think you should tell your story about um, how we decided who was going to cook chef special for us last year. Actually, not last year. I guess it would have been the year before now. Two years. Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah, pretty cool story. Yeah, a couple years back, we uh, you know with the chefs. With the chef special category, we just found ourselves that that year we didn't want to do the chef special, okay. or at least we, we found we were spending too much time focusing on chef special that we weren't focusing mm-hmm. on our main competitions, competition meets. Yep. But you know, with that said, we, you know, we kind of we, we kind of felt bad not competing. And you know, we, we were thinking about it. We thought it was a great opportunity for uh, why don't why don't we bring in a new member? Why don't mm-hmm. we bring in? Uh, uh, Porky and training uh, a pit, pit crew yeah. and uh, give somebody the opportunity who has a really great idea uh, and who's really inspired and wants to uh, wants to cook something and wants to enter the chef mm-hmm. special for us. So with that, we had a competition on our uh, Porky Fat Stats Facebook page, okay. and Noel was the winner. Oh, nice! And uh, yeah, Noel, Noel came in yep. and uh, Noel came in and cooked the chef special. And wasn't it uh, was it third? Overall, Jesse, or fourth? Or yeah, I think it was fourth overall, yeah. yeah. Fourth overall, yeah. But uh, Noel put together a beautiful, beautiful dish. It was, uh, what was the theme? It was a free-for-all theme. Yeah, I think he did like a, uh, I, I thought he did sort of like a, a, a chicken thigh um, with like a stuffed jalapeno or something. Something, yeah. I remember talking to him at your booth when he was cooking, so I remember that, yeah. Yeah, he definitely did an intricate dish, and he pulled it yeah, off, right. and, he, and he did a he did a fantastic job. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, no, the guy, the guy, uh, the guy knows how to cook. The guy knows how to put it together, right? Yeah. He, he, 
he obviously spends a ton of time every single day uh, preparing sausages and yep. butchering, just doing all that stuff. So he's a professional and, uh, and mm-hmm. he did a great job. Yeah. Um, they've been so a fun, they, fun they, to hang around too. Yeah. So. And him and Ryan's meats, they've been a great supporter of the barbecue community here too. So that's awesome to. One hundred percent. You know, and, uh, Nolan Bruce at uh, Ryan's meats, they, they they bend over backwards for yeah. us. They really do anything they can, and and they are really the, one of the premier yeah. uh, shops in the city for sure. Awesome. Any other shout outs you want to throw out there before we wrap up here, guys? Or. Well, you know, we talked about uh, we talked about our uh, our third member who right. couldn't be with us, Ryan uh, Pelzel. So sh- shout out to him for sure, and yeah. uh, you know, wouldn't be able to do it do it without him. Um, you know, another shout out that we'll give is uh, to our friend Double Aces uh, Backyard Barbecue, Andrew Plaza, who uh, right. helped us out last year in the uh, in the barbecue on the bow. So uh, you know, thank you, Andrew. Um, from uh, you know what? Thank you to our uh, partners. <laughs> Thank you to our wives right, and yeah. <laughs> partners for uh, supporting us through this. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And uh, and really, just to uh, to all the local barbecue joints in town. Like, uh, definitely, uh, I really urge people. You know, check them out. Mm-hmm. Hit them up. Hit the patties. Hit. Uh, uh, hit the hidden blocks. Yep. And that little family. Hit all the all the different joints you can yeah. really show some love try them out you know what and it's uh and enjoy love, yeah, love, and there, there are a ton of smaller ones out there too that yeah. like everybody doesn't know about i mean i i can't even tell you i was driving down 16th avenue and i drove by this hole in the wall uh yesterday and i'm like there's a barbecue restaurant there i had no clue yeah i uh, never heard of it before um and so yeah i mean just search them out and support your local and now it's going to be a super tough time for all of those mm-hmm. restaurants and yeah. so um, you know, we're, we're still uh, supporting our, our local restaurants to the extent that they're doing take mm-hmm. out and, um, you know, trust them that they're taking the appropriate precautions. Yep. Um, so, yeah, no, we encourage uh, those to do the same. If, if it's something that you enjoy, you're going to need to, to support them because, yeah, right. um, you yeah. know, they're, they're for sure struggling right now. Absolutely. And, and one more thing I want to throw out there is, is uh, the biggest thing so many people ask how do I get in a barbecue competition how do I do it or I don't have this I don't have that or get really intimidated by it right like now one uh, just do it just absolutely do it now if you don't feel you have the manpower or the equipment to do it you know there's always teams that are willing to help That's or right. to yeah. maybe take someone on you can shadow or you know join the Canadian Barbecue Society and through that you can potentially be networked with yep. someone that uh uh, with a team mm-hmm. that is willing to take you on or show you the ropes. And I believe there's still a mentorship yes, program yep. the Native Barbecue Society. Yep. So really, w- when you're on that fence, you know, it took us a, cu- it took us r- a couple years and then uh, Ryan to push us into it. Yep. But uh, if you're on the fence, just do it. Just yep. go down. And if you're ever at a competition and you see Porky Fat Stacks, stop and say hi. That's right. Awesome, guys. Where can people find you on uh, social media? Where What are the accounts? Where are you at? Uh, on Instagram, it's at Porky Fat Stacks, and uh, Facebook at yeah, Porky Fat Stacks right. or Porky Fat Stacks Barbecue and Social Club. Right. And uh, th- those are the two primary places. Awesome. Last question I ask everybody: uh, It's dinner time. What's your go-to meal? Oh, I can start. I mean, uh, in the barbecue theme, 
Uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, when, whenever there's uh, either fresh cooked or leftovers mm-hmm. um, of uh, pulled pork, chicken, or brisket, I'm going to the uh, the taco direction. Nice. Uh, I yeah. love it. I can't get enough of it. Um, it's so easy. It's so quick and so delicious. And uh, I think barbecue and, and Mexican just lend together so well. And it's, uh, I mean, you know, it, it's it's outstanding. I mean, actually, I'd almost rather go that direction than just eating just straight brisket and white bread and onion. Yep. <laughs> yeah, throw some egg in there. You got breakfast. It's all good. I'm with you. That's right. Yeah. And I was going to go on the same route, actually, the, <laughs> the taco routes, but I'll go beef rib. Beef rib, nice. Yep. Nicely sliced beef rib on the taco. Right? Awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for doing this. Appreciate it. Uh, stay safe. It's a crazy time right now, but... Uh, Look forward to seeing you back out on the competition uh, trail before too long, hopefully. You betcha. Thanks for having us. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Okay, take care, guys. That's a wrap, everybody. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate you tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. Thanks to Karam and Jesse from Porky Fat Stacks for joining me on this week's episode. Like many of us, they're hoping to get back out on the competition circuit in some uh, shape or form this year. As I mentioned in the show open, check out www.albertabbqtrail.ca for the list of Alberta barbecue joints and watch for the eatmorebarbecue.ca site coming back soon. In the meantime, give me a follow on Twitter at eatmorebarbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at eat underscore more underscore barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, please drop me an email at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking, take care of one another, stay safe, and stay home. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB, and is a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.